Welcome to Parental Advisory. I'm Niels. And I'm Marisa. And we're a real married couple talking about real life, and it's real fun. Mm-hmm. Let's get at it. All right. We're back at it here, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. Been a while. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you've all had a wonderful new year and uh, the New Year's resolutions, if there are any, or anything that you're committed to this year is panning out just as you had planned. And be mindful that if it's not, it's, okay. it's just part of the plan. Get back on track. Forgive yourself. Start fresh anew and get at it. Um, we've been pretty busy lately. Tons of stuff. I don't know if you guys are all doing Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or anything like that, but oh man. We've got cookie season underway. Oh, my God. What is the the boxcar derby? Boxcar box derby? Yeah. The no, Pinewood pine wood derby. derby. Oh, man. we got the Pinewood Derby going on. Things are going crazy right now. Not to now. mention the um, massive amounts of fundraising with Girl Scouts, with school fundraisers. Yeah. Everything's, everything seems to just be... Taking on a lot of new ventures, new business ventures. Taking the new year by storm. 2019 Side projects. Is, yeah. We're doing a lot of things. A lot of things going on. Yep. And raising humans at the same time. And raising humans. Mm-hmm. Amazing superhumans, that is. Yeah, we were talking about them today. <laughs> as we do. Always. That's uh, our number one focus mm-hmm. all the time, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, had some interesting conversations over the last week. Um, real quick, if you haven't already, like and share. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, or go directly to our uh link to this app and send us a message, a message, uh, a question. questions, feedback. We love feedback. And um, I hope everything that you are um, looking to answer or that you're taking away some sort of awesome information or anything from this podcast, we, we want to know about it. We want to know what you want more of, what you want less of. Or how we can be better. We welcome any kind of feedback, to be honest. Yeah. We're so. open and we want to be, we want to get better at this and help as many people as possible, so don't be shy. Faux show. Yeah. Um, so thank you for all that. We appreciate you. Leave us a review, blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently I, have, I was having some conversations um, with some other parents. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that guy that when you are at a... Uh, a gathering? Gathering of some sort... I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah. And then that person's like, oh, yeah, this weather's killing me. I'm like, oh, yeah, the weather's tough, right? But isn't it amazing that we get the opportunity to figure things out in the process or whatever? And then I always try to, I always end up. It segues into something deep. Segues into a great he, little deep he, conversation. Niels can't talk about trivial things for very, or superficial things for very long. He is one of those people that when he meets you, Pretty instantly, he gets to the nitty gritty, and he likes to get to know people on a more personal level. So that's kind of where you always end up. Yeah, it's getting to really wanting to know what's at the core of people. It's it's all by design, you know. It, yeah. That's that's at the end of the day, that's why we're all here. Mm-hmm. The biggest joke in the world is two. Like we are all one. We are all connected. We thrive through being connected. Right. We always have something to offer to each other. Funny, uh, great quote, actually, or theory. 
or saying or whatever, a, a good friend of mine um, said that you don't see a tree consuming its own fruit. The tree only thrives, for instance, in, let's say, the world of a peach tree. That peach tree only thrives when it shares its fruit with another animal Ooh. that takes that peach or being or being and takes that peach farther far away because if that peach falls directly under that tree that pit will not get enough sunshine and sunshine okay. and nutrients to thrive and grow but when that peach tree makes this delicious beautiful juicy peach and another being comes to uh, to eat it and take it away, that new peach then has the opportunity to thrive. And it's only in the giving of that fruit to the whole circle of life that it can thrive. And that's kind of like us. We don't we don't thrive on eating our own fruit. We thrive on giving our own fruit. And that's like the, giving, giving the metaphor of, of we all have gifts. We all have a gift. And that gift thrives when we share it i'm sure there's some quote in the bible somewhere so <laughs> that's the, the the gist of it yeah. maybe i could have articulated that a little no better, i think but, you did a great job but it's a a good little your juicy gift, nugget your gifts your talents your wisdom is your fruit and you need to share it basically exactly. right and we all have a story we all have a great story and we all learn from sharing hearing and 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 having compassion and i know that so many times i i hear somebody share something about an experience they had while they while they were you know coming up and I can you know associate something in my life with that same experience and you get this different perspective and it, it's a great way to kind of look deeper into experiences in your own life and what were the gifts in all of those so mm-hmm. um, yeah so as I'm diving deep as we circle back around as I was diving deep with a um, a person that uh, is in my network that I, uh, I work with. Um, it was actually the first time I had met this person. They were new to the to the job and we were just discussing kids and family and things like that and um, we are very empowering parents in the sense of we want our kids to learn things not be afraid to try anything yeah we want them and just like any of anybody really we learn things by doing them and when kids are young they don't necessarily learn through being spoken to they, they haven't really <coughs> um, developed that type of learning yet they learn through watching with you know their super strong like mirroring skills right and through uh, kind of the monkey you know that whole monkey see monkey do type philosophy and then also just like by doing them. Yeah. And trial and error. Yeah. And as as I was talking um, with this lady, she's like, Yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm like the over controlling mom and you know, I don't let I, I I don't let my kids do things and I it got off it got started because I, I told her about like my our our nine year old, how she um, cooks and things like that for us and sometimes we'll ask her to make breakfast for the family. Mm-hmm. And that includes using fire, so. That includes using the stove, using a knife, all these different things. <coughs> and she was kind of blown away by that. I was like, yeah, well, you know, that's kind of how we do with all of our kids. Mm-hmm. 
if they're not interacting and being part of it, you know, how do we expect them to learn and, and be able to do it as they get older and be confident in it and all that? Because that's the goal, the end goal. Get, well, end goals always, you know, we want, we want to create self-sustainable humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we dove into that conversation more, we were, I was talking about, oh yeah, you know, I, I, I always like to, if they believe they can do something, I always like them to encourage, I like, always like to encourage them to do it. Right. And that goes all the way back to like when our, our first son, Sky, when he was 17 to 18 months old, um, he told us, uh, we were at the pool and he told us to take off, he, take off his, his floaties. Yeah. Cause his sisters had just learned to swim. And so he was like, he was like, I don't need my floaties. Da, 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 da. And obviously we were in our minds in my mind. I'm like, yeah, you do. And me, I'm a very feel, fearful person. And I was like, absolutely no way. And you know, we're at the pool together and I'm all, I'm obviously always going to kind of go against the grain on that. And I'm like, I'm like, Surprise. okay, take them off. <coughs> I'm all, I'm all, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to jump in and you're probably going to go underwater, but I don't want to hear you, you know, crying and complaining about it. And, you know, if you, if you want to try it, let's, let's go ahead and try it. But understand that it's, it's dangerous. And which he's a year and a half. I don't know how much, I don't know how much of that he understood, but he's all, but at uh least you uh said it, but at least you said it (laughs) for me, it made me feel better. And so anyway, we, he jumps in. And he told, tell, and you're right there, of course. Yeah, and I'm right there. And he tells me that he can do it, and uh, I, he is in this on the steps, and he totally jumps in the pool and swims for a minute, and he's underwater most of the time. But then he turns around and swims back to the steps and comes up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we were both like, uh, I was like, oh my god, that just happened. Uh, what? Yeah, I was like, what? And so he totally did it, but <laughs> the. The, the thing about it is like, that's how they learn everything is by, by doing it. Obviously, we want to be like there to obviously protect them in an, in an emergency or in, you know, the eminent danger. But when when you're in an environment such as like learning to swim, being there and, and letting them if they if they have the confidence and they believe they can do it, like let's let's keep that going. And don't. Yeah. I think the worst thing you can do as a parent is to is to prevent them from trying at least. And I think that if you are pretty fear-based, which I'll admit I am, the, f- the first thing I do is, is tell them all the things that could happen. And that's kind of how I, how I grew up. And um, I don't know, Niels has been such a great influence. He doesn't want to let the, he doesn't want the kids to ever feel like they can't do anything. So when Sky wanted to swim, of course, I wanted to tell him, you know, this could happen. You could drown. You could breathe in water. And Neil said, you know, if he believes it, just let him try it. And if he can't, we're right here. You know, he'll at least learn some respect for the water. So he did it. And you know what? He surprised both of us. Our jaws dropped. And either way, something good could have come from this situation, you know. Sky could have learned more respect for the water. Or Sky could have learned to trust himself, which is... What this whole episode is really about, it's about learning how to trust yourself. And I think as adults, we've forgotten, we've lost our way. And we've been, um, I don't know, I can speak for myself, have been taught to be, like I said, so fear-based and and not try things and think about why things won't happen. And that's really something that's taught to us 
that's a learned behavior. That's not something that we, you know, come into this world believing that we can't do anything. That's something that we teach our children. And that just propagates more Fear. negative energy. Right. Which you're going to get negative results when you have negative energy. Which is what we're, which is what we've realized we've come to learn over these years. Um, and I still, to this day, fight that, that uh, instant kind of response to anything and um, my kids wanting to do something that I might be fearful of. I fight that feeling a lot to try and tell them. But it's worked out really, really well for us to just be quiet and be silent and really trust our children know themselves well enough because they haven't learned that fear. And, we, and we've discussed that before in, in the sense of like cooking as well, like letting them do it. Yeah, well, we're not dumb. We don't just give them a knife and walk away. No, it's... You know, you have to use that, you, you know, still be responsible and, and obviously monitor your kids and, and be the parent, which is what we are. Mm -hmm. But we trust that when they're at a certain age, we have a kind of a sense of what their abilities are. And when we realize that, you know, scrambling an egg with a fork or cracking an egg, you know, maybe at five, they're... Four, maybe two they're yeah. able to do it we just we just let them do it and and there's egg on the floor and and they make a mess but but we want to always be mindful as parents of <coughs> of what we're programming into our kids you know we are always being watched we are always teaching whether we intend to or not and the the default programming that we're putting into our kids, in this case, of potential uh, self-doubt. You know, we're teaching them that even though they believe they can do something, they're wrong. So we want to, we want to teach them to trust themselves. Like that's one of the biggest gifts that we can oh, it's a, it's a huge give gift. our kids. It's a huge gift because once you have learned to not trust yourself, that is a very, very hard behavior to unlearn. It really is. So you're setting them up for so much so much success and to be, you know, courageous, amazing um, people. They'll, they'll do amazing things if they don't have that fear. Yeah, I had a, an awesome experience uh, earlier this week. I was picking up my daughter, my uh, younger daughter, from... Girl Scouts, and she tells me, I ask her, you know, oh, how was your day, uh, Sunny? And she was like, oh, it was, it was amazing. Um, she was all, but something crazy happened to me today. And I was like, I was like, well, tell me about it. And she was like, well, I did a, I was doing a cartwheel at school, and in the middle of the cartwheel, I stopped time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Really? And Mind she, you, she's an enlightened, she's kind of she's, an enlightened being. We've recognized I, we, that. We believe she's potentially like clairvoyant. Like she is, she's very tapped in. We're um, not joking either. Yeah, this is 100% real. <laughs> we so, totally do. So I, I genuinely believe her. I'm like, I'm very curious. She's got me interested. And so I, I ask her, I'm like, so um, can you control this? And she's like, well, no, it just happens uh, occasionally. I, I, I don't know why, but it just happens <coughs> sometimes and I'm like oh that's very cool I was like you should uh you should meditate on that a little bit and and see see if you if you're able to find out the root of that and how it, why it happens and if you're able to control it because that's um 
that's kind of t tapping into potentially your your higher enlightened self and uh anyway she was she was like really and i was like yeah you know just try to try to breathe into it and meditate a little bit or or think about it and, and kind of clear your mind and see see what you find you never know what you'll find and it was just a very interesting conversation to have with a an eight-year-old and um and and he didn't tell her at all like oh that's I, I, nonsense that's I, I mean what a gift you know what a gift to be able to give your children the ability to to really get to know themselves you know and not um grow up um based not. based on and know yourself based on how other people tell you tell you yeah. yeah exactly you know a lot of the way we know ourselves is based on what our parents taught us and on their you know their beliefs about themselves they pass those on to us but imagine having having no preconceived ideas about yourself and literally just being able to just have silence and just trust what you feel and what you feel inside i feel like that's <coughs> something that as i get older i go uh, and do different personal <coughs> development and things like that and the personal development is teaching us to quiet our minds and to trust in ourselves and let let whatever comes up from the inside let that arise and 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 find out what that is and so that's where i get a lot of my you know positioning in having these conversations is i'm like oh that's interesting i, I want to hear more about that and I want her to ultimately trust herself mm -hmm. and trust her experiences and um, be very open to that. And it was it was such a like I felt really great that day. Just want to share that with you. After um, after we drove home, we were parking the car and uh, she was like, she was like, you know, dad, you're one of the you're one of those special dads. Mm -hmm. And I was like. Well, what do you mean? She's like, she's like, you, you just, you never limit me. And I was like, yeah, this coming from an eight year old. That's her, that's the dialogue she uses. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's my eight year old speaking there. She is, she is advanced though. Yeah. I super, mean, academically as well. Yeah. Super uh, But she's achiever. just an enlightened, an enlightened person. Yeah. But doesn't, it was... get, doesn't, does not give a crap about what anybody thinks. Actually, she's not even, she's not even like flippant. Like she doesn't care. She just doesn't consider um, when she does things doesn't consider what other people will think. She just does it. Everything that she does, she does for herself because it makes her happy. And so. But mindfully, she's not selfish. Mindfully, not selfish. Yeah. I'm not implying that she's selfish. She just, she does what makes her happy. And isn't that really the point? Because if you're not happy, um, I mean, what's the point, right? You have to, to, to be happy is really up to you. Well, it's it's all a choice. It's inner, it, and that's a right. conversation. And it doesn't infringe. And it doesn't infringe upon other people. Yeah. Other people's happiness, but um, we've had instances like this, and it, his pattern kind of keeps repeating. Same thing with Sky and and uh, and his bike. Mm -hmm. He was three years old. I don't know how many three year olds can ride a bike. He had a had training wheels for about a mm, I don't know about a week. He wasn't even three yet. He wasn't. Well, now he's three. He was. Yeah, he was three. I thought it was right before he turned three. Didn't even have training wheels, and he insisted that his dad take his training wheels off. And one week. Yeah. He had a bike for one week. And the neighbor said, we were in the alley, and the neighbor said, don't take it right in front of Sky." He said, see, and this is someone else, you know, teaching him fear, the, the, the behavior of fear. 
in front of his face saying, well, don't do it. He's going to fall off. He's going to fall off. And here's Sky hearing this. And Sky could have easily said, you know what? He's the grown up. He knows I'm going to fall. I don't want to do it. But isn't that how that helped? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Anyway, he could have easily listened to listen to that person and said, you know what? The grown up knows better. I'm going to fall. He, he knows what he's saying. But you know what? He had had, you know, um, even at three, he had had quite, quite a few experiences where he would learn to trust himself. And he didn't listen. He said, no, Dad, I'm going to be fine. Take my training wheels off. And so Niels took those training wheels off. And the neighbor actually watched and was like, all right, be ready. You know, he's going to fall. And Skye took off and did not fall. And once again, all of our jaws dropped. And that neighbor, well, let's just say he had a, he had a big old slice of humble pie for dinner that night. You don't tell, tell you know, a kid that they can't do anything. And that was a prime example. Sky's one of those people. Yeah. Well, so. and, and before I took the, before I took the training <laughs> wheels off, we I were told scared. Him, we were well, scared. No, I told him, I was like, <coughs> but we didn't show it. I was like, oh, I was like, all right, Sky, I'm going to take it off. But let me tell you that with, it, when you go out there and you're playing without, uh, and you're riding your bike and if you fall, it'll skin your knees up potentially. Uh, it could skin up your hands or your elbows. And if that happens, I just want you to know that, you know, we're not going to have a tantrum about it. We're going to get up. We're going to clean it off. And then you're going to try it again. And I, I, I let him know that what could happen. He was like, okay, dad. Okay. Like he understood. But you didn't say you couldn't. Yeah. I just, to, I just told him that if he did fall, that we were going to have to clean him up and he was going to have to get up and try it again. That he wasn't going to be quit on it once he said that he wanted his... Uh, training wheels off. I, I was very, very adamant about getting his under, like trying to get him to understand potentially what would happen, and then if that happened, what we were going to do afterwards. And so it was. Uh, it it may have been. I didn't tell him anything about not being able to do oh, it. Okay, yeah. I just told him what potentially could happen, and yeah. that it's no big deal. Like we would get back up and and do it again. Right. And he was like, okay, I agree with that. Yeah. And so it was, a, it was a good way to, and obviously he was only three, so maybe he didn't even understand what I was saying. Yeah, he's pretty smart. He's he, a I, smart I'm pretty, kid. I'm pretty sure he did. You know what? It didn't even matter. He understood that he could. Yeah, and that's it. Like, he trusted himself, and he, to this day, he trusts himself with, like, everything. Yeah, he's so certain. I wish I was as certain as he is. And that's another thing is the, yeah, I <laughs> Being able to just be decisive about what you want. That's huge, too. All right, buddy. What are you going to go we've do? Got, we've got the river man in here. River, would you like to tell us what you think? Are you guys ready? Here we go. River, tell us what you think. I'm good. You're good? Okay, You're good? perfect. River is good. It's official. River is good. Um, so, pattern interrupt there. Our three-year-old is here to join the party yeah he's hanging out anyway that's that's really the big takeaway i think from today is just to um is, yeah as 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 is if your kids are young there's still there's still so much time to you and you've got basically a clean slate right there you know you can teach your kids and give them that huge gift of self-trust and 
and knowing themselves. But if your kids are grown up, it's still not too late. There's, there's still an opportunity to change your behavior and the way you react to when your kids want to do things. Just because they're, they might be older doesn't mean that it's too late for them. You know, those, those, those pathways in their brain are still, are still malleable. growing. Are, yeah, are still malleable. And um, just maybe try next time they tell you they want to do something. You know, if, you're, if your instant reaction is to tell them what could happen and why they shouldn't do something, maybe try changing the way you react and, you know, not limiting them by, by what you believe. By, you know, and putting and making them fearful. And mindfully, the words that we use create their reality. So that's something I'm always um, sensitive to when working with the kids is, is really being mindful of the words that we're choosing and knowing that knowing, yeah, knowing that the the nevers and the shoulds, coulds, woulds, all of these, limiting I can't can'ts and and all of those words are limiting words that we want to be mindful of with our children and ensure we're using words that give them abundance and uh, opportunity and keep them growing and seeing things as possible versus uh, impossible um, it's it's a it's a gift for for any child to uh, to A, believe they can do something and still, and B, believe in, in anything being possible. Like that's right. just the, right. the component that I love about being parents. Mm-hmm. Having the opportunity to cult- cultivate the infinitude. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a word? The infinitude, babe. The infinite oh, the attitude. attitude. Oh, wow. The attitude of infi- infinite possibility. Wow. The infinitude. That's it, folks. That's a that's a that's a a Drew Canoli original. <laughs> there you go. I think. So maybe try this time though. Uh, this week, if you have any kind of, be mindful with your kids, and if you have any of those kind of interactions, just maybe just if you don't have anything to say that's positive and encouraging, maybe just take a moment of silence, and. Uh, Encourage your kids. Let's try it. Let's give it a try. <coughs> Let them trust themselves and let's give it a try. Um, <coughs> Marissa's getting over a, a cold. Sorry about that. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening today. Uh, if you took anything away from this, uh, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, like us, share us, <coughs> and we will talk to you next time. Have an amazing day. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Parental Advisory Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, please like us and share us. Leave a review on iTunes. Thanks so much. Thanks.